Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Otaku Tea. It's Tamoya, and here we have Chris from Kitty Gaming. Hello. Podcast number two. Podcast number two. Oh, my gosh. This is the second one. And if... um. I don't think uh, I'm probably really bad at like announcing things, but we are now on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, right? Yep. And I think a few other websites, um, I can list them off as soon as my thing loads. And (laughs) let's see, we are also on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public and yeah apple Podcasts and spotify woohoo wow i didn't know we were on like that many i just only know spotify and apple Podcasts, but woohoo and besides that if you guys don't want to use any of these um websites or don't feel like downloading any of these websites or apps or whatever um we are also on youtube if you are listening in the youtube section so that's great. Um, but did you really think people would listen to our podcast? Like, did you really think this would even happen? Uh, yeah, because we're super interesting and we have lots to talk about. Like <laughs> oh today, God. what are we talking about? Oh, so here's something that I really am um, excited to talk about. Video games. Video games? Oh, no, not video games. Well, your channel's based on video games, so I don't know why you're saying, oh, no. That was sarcasm. I know, I know. Okay. (laughs) Um, so, the rave, before we get into anything of our childhood, because that's what I would like to talk about today, but what is your experience with, like, seeing all of these new consoles coming out? Like, it was... The PlayStation 5, the Xbox SC, and the uh, Xbox... The Series X. Series X. And Series... Because um, there was two of them. S? I, I don't even know. Microsoft has no idea what they're doing with their naming scheme. I mean, yeah, I don't know either. Um, because Xbox came out with two. The digital version, which was a, a white um, console. It was very small. And then I think it was a Series X, which is um, black. And apparently it's very heavy, um, which I could um, say that the PlayStation 5 is also a very heavy console. So, I mean, I don't know. All of these, like, newer consoles and um, the PlayStation 5 came in too, which was is, like, the disc version of the um, PlayStation 5. And then the non-disc version, the digital version, which everybody seems to hate. Um, people like options. So, I guess... Um, you pick and choose whichever one is better for your convenience, I guess. Yeah, uh, or whatever you can get. True, because that's how I got the digital version. I didn't want this. I didn't want the digital version at all. Like, zero. I don't like digital. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm a person who likes physical copies of games, books. Um, I don't know what else... Uh, what else is digital these days? <laughs> uh, games, books, movies. Movies. I like buying um, food, the discs. Food. Life. 
money. <laughs> True. No, but you're big on digital money. Digital money, I'm big on. I will say that because physical money, I don't carry any cash on me. Um, and and what about you? Because I think you're still the type who carries cash on you, right? I carry enough cash just in case I need it. Um, specifically right now, it's for laundry. I need to use cash to get coins for my laundry machines. Right. I don't need to do that because I have my own. I mean, have you realized that a lot of people don't have their own laundering machine and like dryer in their um, apartment or even their own house? I mean, for apartments, it makes sense because a lot of landlords charge you extra for water if you do have a washer. So like right. you get the cost of the actual washer, all the detergent, the electricity, and it just adds up. So it becomes cheaper just to spend the $2 to run the machine that the landlord owns. Right. I mean, I do have both a washer and dryer here in my apartment and I still pay for the, um, the cost of the water. It, I mean, for me, it's not that bad. Um, and I like the convenience of just going to my kitchen and just throwing my dirty laundry in the washing machine and then just walking two feet to the dryer and just putting it in there like, boop, I'm good. So I don't really have anything that I would need to say I need to carry coins or cash anymore. So that's why I have just gone 100% on digital money, um, especially now in COVID. I think cash would be the worst way of paying for things because um, ca cash is very dirty it's dirty um all this bacteria and stuff and just people don't want to you know deal with that um during this time right so um i don't really go into stores so i just purchase things online so it's even less handling of like even the credit card it's all it's like completely digital, safer that way, and I don't know. I guess it works out. I mean, I don't even use um like my physical cards anymore. I just go on with the Apple Pay, and and I just use that all the time. Double click on your phone, show your face, or just put in your passcode, and just like boop, it's right there too. Wait, so how does Apple Pay work right now? Do they let you put in your passcode since they can't see your face, or how does that work? So when you double click on your um, iPhone and stuff, like if it doesn't recognize your face right away, it just automatically gives you the um, put in your passcode to pay. And then you just put in your passcode and just like tap. Okay. And you're good to go. That works. Yeah. So like I've, I've completely gone digital with all the money stuff, but I still prefer like books, like physical books than um, the audible stuff. I much prefer going into my drawer and grabbing a disc um, to play God of War or Final Fantasy and like plugging it into like um, my console than just to go on. I, I don't know why, but it's for a lot of people, it's easier to just go onto their main menu and pick um, the game that they want. But I just like opening the box, taking out the disc, cleaning it on my, on my pans, and then just like inserting it to the console even though that sounds like a lot more work but it, it just brings that feel of i'm actually going to play a game right now you know right 
and it also doesn't help that uh, the hard drive space is so small, even with the new consoles. You, only, right, I... you get less than a terabyte right now. Well, right now I got um, I bought my PlayStation Five with one terabyte, um, but I know that it already is less than that because of all the, like the stuff that's already in the system. Right. So it's probably less than that. <clears throat> Sorry. Are you, uh, are, do you need some water? Do you need some milk? Milk. I don't. I haven't drank milk in forever. Oh my gosh, we're both like lactose intolerant here, so it's not a good. A good thing to just be chucking some milk down. My bones are brittle. Oh my gosh. You know, me too. Mine still. Um, but if I think you you don't have a PlayStation 5 right now, do you? No, stop reminding me. <laughs> okay, but why didn't you get it though? Because it's sold out everywhere. I mean, even on like the Black Friday they had it available, but I think people were waiting like over 24 hours to get that yeah i'm not about to go outside and wait with other people around true i mean i, I mean, tried to get it on gamestop i was like refreshing the website for like over two hours trying to add it to my cart and always said try again later or try again in a few minutes or uh we're restocking please try again or something like that and it just never worked that is big sad and that was like when like the pre-orders were released right well no i missed the pre-orders because you know all the retailers decided to start everything early so once i got back from work i was kind of just like ah oh, whatever i i guess i'll wait until midnight when they start the pre-orders and then i checked best buy and it was like wait you can add it to the cart i tried it and the website just didn't load at all i was like oh I guess they started early, and I already missed it. It was like, like I think we said in the first podcast, it did start around like 5 p.m. when the pre-orders were launched. Um, I luckily was able to get it through GameStop at like 5.50, um, which is almost impossible. I don't know how I still got it, but um, I think it was because people wanted just the system and not the bundle packs. So it was a lot easier to grab one under the bundle packs, but you still had to pay a lot more. Um because Pay of course, more money for a digital version. Uh, and I thought I was going to get like the um, the the disc version of it, not the digital one. So I just, I mean, I was in like the moment of panicking. I just was like, oh my gosh, I just need to get one. I need to get one. I need to get one. And I didn't read the little fine print where it said, um, this is just the digital version. And I became big sad when I had to um unbox it on my main channel and i just saw it it said um non-disc version digital version all this stuff and i was like oh no this is not what i wanted but you know what i just wasn't going to put my playstation 4 away because i was going to use um the playstation 4 games on my playstation 5 but because now i have the digital version i guess i don't need to put my playstation 4 away and just play my games on the on the playstation 4 um, instead, so I mean, I mean your, your PS4 is very nice. It's the blue one with all the pretty yellow symbols. I like to think of it as a Yu-Gi-Oh version of the um, PlayStation 4 because it looks like the hieroglyphics and all the gold and stuff that like um, 
the Yu-Gi-Oh series likes to portray it. So I just think of it as like the Yu-Gi-Oh version of it now. Uh-huh. Which I think is pretty cool. I can't wait until the black PlayStation 5 is released. Because I'm going to be the first one to like grab a disc version of that um, PlayStation 5 whenever it does um, end up coming out. Right. But you you haven't thought of like uh, painting the no the covers? what is wrong with you? Well, a lot of people are doing that because you can take off the entire plastic cover and just like plastic dip it or whatever. Really? It's like then you, it's like the painting. I think where you spray it with some sort of special paint, and then it just like goes on in layers. And in right. case you mess up, you can just peel it off or something like that. I, I don't really know, but apparently a lot of people are doing that. I mean, interesting, but like, it wouldn't be authentic to the original um, system anymore. It's now been modified. Uh-huh. Like, I, I mean, I don't know if anybody has realized this, but I like keeping things in its authentic form. Um usually like even with the ninjroid um figures that i have like those i try to keep in their boxes but if i were to um open one i would keep it in like the original style that they it recommends you to um have it in like you know how all the ninjroids have like the one picture that um like on the box that it says like like the big picture and then on the bottom on the back it kind of shows you the different models you can kind of um change your ninjroid to i would I'm the type to keep it as the original that it says it on the, like the the face of the box uh-huh. and not change it to like anything on the back. Um, so I don't, I wouldn't want to modify my um, PlayStation. I mean, I would just be the person to just buy a new one, you know, if I wanted it in a different color. Cause I did, I know that the black PlayStation five might come out sometime next year. Um, I knew, know that there was a Spider-Man version of the PlayStation five, like rumors about that i don't know if you know anything about that um and i think there was one more version probably that was going to come out as well but i'm not sure uh i haven't really heard anything i've just seen people that painted it themselves to be like the spider-man version because it's interesting like the i mean for me growing up I never really played any, like, superhero um, games, like, any Marvel characters. Like, the Spider-Man, when the PlayStation 4 Pro, I think, came out um, in the Spider-Man version, that was sold out completely. Like, it was really hard to get your hands on any of the Spider-Man version of the PlayStation 4. Yeah, I think I tried to get it at one point. I know someone in my high school was able to get it and like he went crazy for it. Um, And it was really pretty. It was like a really like a black and like this really dark, bright red color um, for the Spider-Man. And it came with the Spider-Man game. A lot of people really raved for that game. I mean, I, again, never played a Spider-Man game before, so I don't even know. Um, And I'm getting a lot of suggestions for the gaming channel to do um, what's it called? Milestone. Uh, I think that's what the game is called. The Miles new, the Morales. New... There we go. Miles Morales, um, Spider-Man game for the PlayStation Five, which I am gonna get it because I do get a lot of um suggestions for that game. Right. I think there's like an ultimate collect, ultimate edition or something that comes with the uh 
older Spider-Man game for the, from the PS4. I think there's something like that where there's like a bundle where you get both games. I think there's like three versions of Miles Morales. There's like the one with the bundle with the PlayStation 4 version and the PlayStation 5 game. Then there's the um, regular edition of the Miles Morales. Then there's the deluxe version of Miles Morales, which the regular one I think is like $49.99 and then the deluxe version is like $79.99 or something like that. Right. I might just get the regular one because, again, I've never really played any Spider-Man games before and I don't want to spend more money if at the end of the day I don't really like the game. I know a lot of people, like I said, do like that game, but, I mean, for me, I don't know. Maybe I'll fall in love with it. Maybe I won't. I think the one that comes with the older Spider-Man game was only like $10 more than the regular one. Something like that. Like two games in one. Yeah. Hmm, who knows? I mean, what type of games do you really like playing? Um, I guess it really depends on what I'm feeling that day. Uh, recently I haven't really been playing too many games, mostly just sticking to League of Legends because it's easy to just get into a game and play with other people. Uh, but if I'm feeling like I just want to build a base and do a little crafting or whatever, I'll play some uh, games like that. Uh, so a game that I wanted to get back into was Don't Starve, which is basically like a little survival game. Uh, they go around collecting resources and try to not die to wolves and stuff like that uh it has a nice art style and it's pretty easy to pick up uh but very hard to get good at i've never gotten past the winter in that game uh but i was meaning to get back into it i had recorded a video for it never uploaded it uh that was a while ago so i'll probably have to redo that if i ever wanted to make another video for that i mean i think you should if it's like giving like a little backstory of like how you started to play that game but you never got past a certain part and then just starting over um just so the audience can see you either struggle or succeed while playing the game if you can actually pass the winter section of the game i guess yeah uh so also a good thing about that game is it can do multiplayer so i uh i don't know if you'd be interested in something like that but we could try playing that Oh, yeah, we can definitely do a collab. I just need to get a video onto my gaming channel. Um, I do have, like, um, something I do want to upload onto my gaming channel already. But, like, um, it's it would just have to be, like, a, I guess, a demo version. Because I really am still trying to figure out how to do the um, background of the game while you see my face or like me playing it or just like trying to find the editing version of recording my face um and editing it into the game uh something in that sort so i might do a demo of like me um commentating on my how my skills have grown in among us which i have a lot of footage on that uh i just need to edit and do all of this stuff and i just need to figure out what life is uh-huh 
so for i guess among us is that are you playing on the pc or phone or what are you doing with that See, I think I might have to switch onto the PC if I'm going to focus my gaming stuff on um, for the channel. I've been doing a lot of mobile Among Us, which for me, it just seems a lot easier. And like the Apple, I mean, I don't know if Androids do this, but I think they do. Um, you can just screen record your screen and like it, catcher, it captures the, the audio from the game. And like, you know, you still do whatever you do and then you just stop. Um, screen um, recording and then you can easily upload like that's how I've been um, uploading a lot of my things from my Apple iPhones um, so like just for me it's easier like that but if I would need to like record my face I would need to set up another um, iPhone to like record me playing while I'm playing Among Us on my phone right uh, but like if I mean I that can do... work though I think some people do it that way yeah, but the only problem is with um, Among Us on a mobile um, game. If you do the map police or polias, or I don't know how to pronounce the map, um, there's like this um, temperature uh, task that you have to do where it might tell you to put the temperature all the way to 250 or to put it in negative 37. And on the mobile, sometimes there's like glitches where like I can't even do that task. So even if I do all my other tasks, it's impossible to win the game if one of your crew members can't complete that task. Um, and it's it's worked for me sometimes, and then other times it's just completely not worked at all. Like, I will keep pressing on the task, and it will just not let me do it. And then I would be like, okay, maybe I need to do other things before I come and give it time to, like, reset or something. And I'll come back to it after completing all my other stuff, and it still won't let me touch it. Like, uh -huh. click on it or whatever. So... I know there's not problems with that on the PC or like on the computer version of it, but on the mobile, um, there's just a lot of glitches going on. So I don't even know. I might have to do, um, just go on to like buy a, maybe buy a gaming computer or just download it on my Mac and then figure that out. Um, and how to get that working onto the recording so I can upload it onto the, uh, onto my channel. Well, I think your Mac would be fine for it. Yeah, I would just need to, um, because, like, right now, I don't know if you guys know, but I'm using two Macs. Um, my MacBook 12 inch is for, like, work-related stuff, but because now I'm in remote, I don't really have, like, a, a, a connection to charge my Mac um, book the whole time while I'm teaching. So I've been switching between this computer and my MacBook Pro. So when this one's dying, I just close it, go get them, leave it to charge, and then grab my MacBook Pro and then use that one. Um, in my unboxing video, I did explain that I bought that specifically for recording and editing and all of the stuff that has to only deal with my YouTube stuff. And now I actually have... Um, corrupted with all my work stuff too and that's what's really killing me right now so i kind of want to um either split like split that computer from all the work stuff delete all of the work stuff from that computer um and just keep it for um you know youtube related stuff but at the moment it seems like i won't be able to do that until i figure out my charging um situation can you I get did... an extension cord I mean, 
I do need an extension cord in general because I only have um four plugs onto my um what do you call it? I already have an extension cord for the one plug that I have and it only has six um available spots. That's already taking up my Mac, my uh PlayStation 4, my printer. Um now it's taking place for the monitor. It I have it for um the router, like the extension router that I have, and my um, iHome. No, but not iHome. It's, um, what do you call it? The Apple speaker that I have. So it's already all six ports have been taken up. And I can't even plug in my PlayStation 5. Or I can't um, plug in the charging um, station that I have for my controllers for the PlayStation 5. I can't do any of that. So I need to buy another extension port um, cord that can hold up to like 10 or 12 um, cables instead of just six. Right. Because right now I need literally every single one I'm using. I think 12 on one is a little uh, iffy because uh, computers do take a lot of power. So you might like uh, do like a get like a power surge or something and that might might mess some of your electronics up so i wouldn't do one cord with so many plugs i would just like how many outlets do you have in your room that you can like plug into to get extension cords two near my um working desk so i'm using only one right now because the other one's kind of like i would need to move the whole um wardrobe that i have like there to plug in another one um, and I think that one's being used by my AC right now, which I will say I cannot unplug that because I'm actually using my AC during this time. And I know it's getting colder, but I can't sleep without my AC on. You're crazy. Yeah, I need my room to be very cold for me to sleep properly. And I need mine to be warm. Yeah, you're crazy. But I need to, I mean, unless I can pl plug in my um, AC into another surge. Um, I think AC units have to be directly plugged into uh, outlets. They can't be going through uh, yeah, that's why extension I don't, cords. Yeah, that's why I don't use um, that other outlet. So, here's, yeah, this is a whole problem. I think I'll just try to figure it out um, somehow. Uh, just because it's, it's it's just a lot. I have a lot of electronics on my desk. Uh, so I just need to figure it out. I have one more um, outlet plug near my bed. But that one already has like a extension surge. That's connecting literally my, um, my iPhone charger. My computer charger slash iPad charger. My Apple Watch charger. Mm plugs into my um when I charge portable chargers and then one left in order for me to plug in my flat iron or my um my hair dryer. So I'm already using all six of those two, which is crazy, but uh -huh. ah. So like there's like that's why I'm not I've have not been uploading anything to my gaming channel because I just have so many things to like try to, to, to figure out before I can even do any of that stuff. So I apologize in advance, or I apologize now, or in general because I haven't been uploading anything on that channel. Um, 
and I was just so excited to do so. I was so ready to do that. That, but like with all of these like issues and like small things that I have to figure out, I haven't been uploading anything on that channel. So for some reason, I've been doing more on my second. I have already two videos that I'm gonna just up edit and upload to my um, my second channel. Of course, now that I don't know what to do with my gaming channel, I'm actually focusing on my second channel. Ah. Well, I guess that works. You can still get content out there. Yeah, but a lot of people are literally waiting for me to upload on my gaming channel. And it's it's so frustrating because, like, like I said, I was already ready to, like, put upload stuff onto my gaming channel. And I can't right now. I need to figure all of this stuff out first. Right. But, oh, wells. But I bet your viewers are waiting for you to upload stuff on your channel, too. Yeah, but uh, I I have a lot of videos that are just sitting on my computer, and I have not been editing them at all. I just don't want to go through the process on my kind of old laptop that is kind of slow to edit with. That means you need to buy a new laptop. Well, I wouldn't get another laptop. I would get I mean, like a should. desktop desktop computer that can actually handle things. Right. No, I completely get that. But like you, I've noticed that you've been still um getting subscribers, so that's why I'm like maybe you should start possibly uploading some content. Um, because you're at four seventy right now. Yeah, which I don't. Is fantastic. I don't know how that's happening. I guess from my <laughs> old popular videos, people are just subscribing, but I don't make that kind of content anymore. Why don't you um do more League stuff? Because League is still pretty big. Yeah. And that's what you've been um, playing more now. I could. It would still be easier. But you guys let us know what you think he should be doing is chris is doing a lot of um all of this stuff and not editing any of it and um i'm again, recording i'm good at recording. recording i'm very good at recording not at, at editing you need an editor then uh i'm i'm not made of money huh true true me either um i i need an editor but you know what we got to do what we got to do as small YouTubers here. So just figure it out as we go along. Yeah. But um, going back to, because we just got off a of topic, um, going back to video games. Um, so, so far, um, there's like all of this new games coming out and Final Fantasy is coming out with a new one. I think in to next year. Or in two years. No, it should be next year, right? Final Fantasy 16? Yes. Yeah, I believe sometime next year. Mm-hmm. Then there was rumors of a new God of War game coming out for the PlayStation 5, which I have no idea when that is going to come out. And I'm very excited for that. That seems a little recent. Or soon. I hope didn't so. did the previous one come out, like, 2019? Yes, the play um God of War 4, yes, it did come out in like 2019. 
Which, oh, I'm still disappointed. Like, a lot of people like that game. But well, I don't, don't like, like it because you have to move the camera. I don't like moving the camera. I'm really bad at it. But didn't you like Devil May Cry 5? Yes. But I didn't have to do it so often. Like, it was I very I guess because you're, effort. like, in dungeons and the bone things and all that stuff. So, like, I guess you were inside, so it was less to move around? Yeah, I didn't have to move around too much. And the most of the time that you had to move a little bit was when you were fighting enemies. Which, I just click on the analog and it just points me to the direction of my enemy as long as I'm locked onto them. Right, you can lock onto so, enemies and switch between them so you don't really have to move the camera. Yeah, so I really don't. Um, so, things like that that are convenient for me. <laughs> I mean, I've never really grown up playing like Call of Duty or War, uh, or uh, Modern Warfare or um, Halo. Well, where Modern Warfare is Call of Duty? Yeah, yeah, I know, but like the games like that that you actually have to move the camera, like I never grew up with those. Uh so I never had the practice and the dedication of actually having to use my other finger to move the um camera around. Yeah. It, 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 that mechanism never really um it got installed into my brain, the mushy brain that I have. Uh so I don't We all have mushy brains. That's how At this brains point, are. we all have... I mean, listen, you know, your brain is still intact, but more chapter, like, just going through a lot of stuff and stress and all this stuff, like, your brain becomes complete mush. Like, it's liquid at this point. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, I just don't... I can't... I... Hmm. And the thing is, like, you can't tell me that after so many God of War games, like, the PlayStation... Um, 2 and PlayStation 3 um, had three... Well, the PlayStation 2 had two um, God of War games. PlayStation 3 had God of War 3. Um, the PSPs had two God of War games out for those systems. That the, the mechanics all worked the same. Nothing was different. Until now for the PlayStation 4, God of War 4, all the mechanics changed. Right. Like, you can't jump anymore, and that is frustrating to me. Because he got old. But he still jumps in the game, you just can't click the jump button anymore. I don't know. It's 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 annoying. That's the reason why I don't like it. Um, and it took me forever to beat the, um, the practice boss, because apparently the first boss, the first person you um, beat up... Um, isn't really a boss. It's just somebody you practice the mechanics with. You learn um, how to move and all this stuff with this guy. And one of my students kind of laughed at me. They were like, oh, you can't beat this first person that's not even the boss? What is wrong with you? And I'm like, listen, okay, I'm just not used to it. And I finally beat this, um, I forgot the name of this guy. Um, I beat him already. But it was just so annoying because you still have to move the camera. You have to learn all of these new moves. The buttons are not the same as the God of War 3 buttons anymore. Like, he doesn't jump. You barely can dodge. And it's all of this stuff that I'm just like, ugh, I hate this so much. And uh -huh. I stopped playing and I got up to, like, maybe um, chapter 2 or something and I just stopped. That's sad. Yeah, I was like, I'm over it. I can't. Let me go back to a PlayStation 3 game. Let me go back to a PlayStation 2 game. Um, the God of War versions of those games because they were a lot easier to manage. 
Wait, I'm but like, you, don't, you don't have a PS3. But you can play um, the PlayStation 3 game on the PlayStation 4. With the disc? Or you mean the digital? The disc. Huh. I thought it's it wasn't backwards compatible. It's not, but the PlayStation um, 4 came out with a remastered version of the PlayStation 3 game. Oh. So I've That's been playing mean. that one. Okay. Yeah. So, um, which I don't like. Why can't consoles just be backwards compatible? Like, I'm glad the PlayStation 5 is now a backwards compatible for the PlayStation 4 games. But why does the PlayStation 4 not have backwards compatibility? Can't speak English today. Well, it's just because, like, the whole computer architecture behind all the systems completely changed. So, like, with the PlayStation 1 and the PlayStation 2, they were pretty similar, even though the PS1 was CDs and the PS2 was DVDs. Uh, the PlayStation 2 could still play PlayStation 1 games. I don't know if it was through, like, an emulator in the system, but uh, I think most PS1 games could be played on the PS2. And then the PS3 came out. Uh, there were a whole load of different versions of PS3s, but... Uh, the original PS3 models, I believe, most of them were, or like a couple of them were backwards compatible with the PS2, which means it could also play PS1 games. Uh, so those were highly sought after versions of the PS3, but I believe since they were like the old ones, they were pretty prone to failure and the yellow ring of light. I don't know how many of those PS3s are still even active anymore. But like after that initial set of models, the PS3 was no longer backwards compatible. And I think Sony even sent out an update that prevented you from playing the PS2 games if it, you happen to have like a backwards compatible version. Uh, I guess they were saying it was like some sort of security uh, fault or whatever. Because it was like the PS3 was using an emulator for the PS2 and it was like connecting to the internet and like you could get hacked or whatever. And like right. the PS3 was its whole own monster of a computer architecture where it just, it was just like a powerhouse on its own and I guess it wasn't very optimized itself. So then when the PS4 came out, they were like, it just doesn't pay to be backwards compatible because otherwise we'd have to sell these things for like $1,000. I mean, see, the PlayStation 2 was a very unique um, console back in its day because I do remember, like like you said, it was like kind of some type of DVD um, type system, which I do remember playing actual dvds on the playstation 2 um which right. was like it weird was, it was but basically it was like... I, I think it was either basically the same price as a regular dvd player or even cheaper so like i don't remember that was like a huge uh bonus for the playstation 2 the ps3 was a blu-ray player and it was basically cheaper than any other blue blue blu-ray player out there so that was also a bonus for the ps3 which is why they both did so well, even if yeah. like uh, some things were messed up or whatever, and Sony well, messed up their uh, accounts and all that hacking good stuff, you know. 
Right, but for some reason, like, there was just so many versions of the PlayStation 3 and so many things going um, south for it. Like, yes, the PlayStation 3 was, like, the hit in its time. Same thing with, like, I think it was the Xbox 360, or was it the Xbox One? It was the 360. No, the and 360. they basically sold the same amount of units. I think the PS3 won by, like, point. Five million more units sold or something by the end yeah. so they were basically the same amount uh obviously in the united states more xboxes sold than ps3s but uh like in japan or whatever like ps3 dominated oh yeah definitely because who who wants a xbox in japan when you have the beautiful playstation um there right with so many japanese playstation exclusives like a lot of rpgs on the playstation 3 like i um give props to america trying to compete with the playstation um sony company but japan is one of the like the most advanced um technology countries out there uh so the playstation 3 kind of wiped in my eyes wiped the floor with the xbox but the xbox did do good competition um even xbox came out way later than the playstation but what i was going to say is that the playstation 2 was really successful um just because all the games the the um graphics were um an improvement from the playstation 1 it was backwards compatible you can play dvds onto the playstation 2 it was very convenient. Um, it was only like two players, but like during its time, that was very convenient. It was small. It was basic. You just put in your little, um, uh, what's it called? The memory card in it. And anybody who had a memory card um, can just bring it. And you don't have to bring the whole system with you because the memory card is right there. You just take your memory card and just plug it into the, um, the PlayStation 2 of your friend's house. And then you have all of the um, record on there. So back then, the PlayStation 2 was a hit. And that's the one I had because I had the limited edition silver version of the PlayStation 2. That was the one my parents got. And that's the same one that my parents broke. Um, and they refused Sad. to get me a new one. Right. And I had taken it to Mexico because in Mexico, um, we used to go there on vacation a lot. And we didn't have a DVD player. And usually me and my brother, we wouldn't go out often because we were mostly stuck at home in Mexico. So we just used the PlayStation to play games and to watch DVDs, even bootleg DVDs that like we had bought. Um, so it was just an amazing system and I love that system so much. I am actually trying to find a um, another silver version right now. All I can find is the black version of the PlayStation 2. I mean, but the, I really the want PS2 the silver Slim version. is very good. I have one. It's super tiny, super light and works really well. But I guess you want that silver one it's because like i that's the first um actual console that i had like i never had a gamecube um i've only had the game boy color and the playstation 2 um growing up so those were the only two um systems that i literally had a physical copy of them like the gamecube i would have to go to my friend's house to play that and i've only played it on her system once um, which is funny because that friend is actually Abby Rin, the oh, one who did our cover art. Nice. Um, she had a GameCube and we were playing, um, I think it was some type of Mario or I'm probably confusing it with a Disney game because, you know, Princess Peach looks like a, a Disney princess in general. But um, we were playing some type of game on her, play on her GameCube. Um, so that's the only reason 
I've ever touched a GameCube in my life because of her. Um, but yeah, then I, I had my... a similar situation where I just played GameCube with my friend at my friend's house. I think mm -hmm. we only really played the Kirby's Air Ride or something where you it's on the star oh and you fly around the city or something. Yeah. I think there were a couple other games we played, uh, but there was he also had a PS2 because, you know, as always, friends always have all the systems and I don't. So, like, we also played some racing games on the PS2 or something. Mm -hmm. uh, but the systems I had uh, originally, I mean, when I first started out, well, I don't know if I'm interrupting the rest of your story by going through my... Oh, no, go ahead, because I already said, like, the two systems I kind of grew up with. Okay. Uh, so what I grew up with, uh, back in the old days, uh, gaming was very pixelated, and really, there was no, I guess, like, there was, like, like a lot of companies bringing out their own systems, a lot of their own games and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, so there was really nothing consolidated like Sony, Nintendo, Microsoft. Uh, but uh, I guess my, my parents have never really thought gaming as uh, a real thing. They just think it's whatever kids will play it and then they need to focus on their work or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but I first got into gaming when we got a Windows 95 computer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, so, obviously the computer came with like uh, basic games like Minesweeper and Solitaire. Uh, right. But we also played Ski Free, uh, Rodent's Revenge, and uh, stuff like that. Uh, but there was... Uh, on the Windows 95, you could also go into like a different operating system where it's called MS-DOS. And that was like the, the previous computer architecture and it was like super pixelated. But uh, also played like a lot of shooter games on MS-DOS like uh, Duke Nukem, Wolfenstein, I think Biomenace. I don't know if I played Hocus Pocus, but uh, it was there, I think. But a big game I played on the MS-DOS was Raptor Call of the Shadows, which is basically like a, what do you call it, a shoot-em-up, or like, yeah, I think it's called a shoot-em-up, where the, you're basically, you have your ship or character or whatever at the bottom of the screen, you're shooting bullets up the screen, and you're basically scrolling throughout the whole level, and like enemies are coming down from the top. Uh, sort of like, you know, uh, Space Invaders or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that was a really fun game. Uh, we just had the shareware version, which is basically uh, a demo or extended demo where you can play through, like, one set of levels. But uh, if you paid for the full game, you get, like, two more sets of levels or whatever and more difficulties and more enemies and all that. Uh, but basically, I played that for uh, hours on end. Uh, Raptor Call of the Shadows. It was super fun. You know, fly in an airplane and you shoot enemies and make them explode, explode and you collect different weapons and that was basically what I played exclusively for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, I get, well, 
I mean, my brother was also into games, and he also used the computer a lot since that was the only computer we had. And my parents also wanted to use the computer for like the work stuff or whatever. Oh my gosh, a whole family computer. Right. So uh, we also play like Battleship and uh, those like a Life Genesis or something. Those like super weird ret- retro games that we played there too. Uh, and then I'm trying to think. There were also other Windows 95 games that we played like... Uh, I really can't remember, but there was like a, there was like a flying game or something. I'm trying to remember, I really don't don't remember. But like, basically, I was playing on the computer for a few years, and um, and then the I'm trying to think if we, I think the Game Boy Color was the first actual game system we got from Nintendo. My brother got that. He got Pokemon Red. Mm. Uh, and he started playing that. I wanted to play it. I wanted it. I wanted it. I wanted it. I wanted it. And I was just like complaining. I wanted a Game Boy as well. So I got a Game Boy Color. And I got Pokemon Blue. And uh, nice. basically played that. Tried to keep up with my brother. We were trading and stuff like that. And then See, we got I the... Have... Hmm? Sorry, I just wanted to say I had um, the Game Boy Color and I got um, Pokemon Yellow. So it's funny how your brother had red, you had blue, and I had yellow. Right. My sister got yellow uh, when she eventually got her own Game Boy Color. So we got like all the basic uh, versions. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the Nintendo 64... I guess it was out for a while before we got it. Uh, I'm trying to remember what game we actually got with it. I never had a 64, so that's all on you, yeah. (laughs) It was the best game system ever. Apparently. Uh, I think we might have gotten Super Smash Bros. with it. Uh, But that was like the biggest game that I played. It was right. super fun. I I played it so much. I mained Pikachu. I probably have like thousands of games on with Pikachu. I have like super high win rate and all that, you know, good stuff with Pikachu. Was it the one like literally it was Super Smash Brawl? Brawl was, was on the Wii. It was Melee oh, on the that. GameCube. Okay. Then I'm confusing. Because the only um Super Smash I've ever really played was Brawl. And the new one that came out for the Switch. Yeah, that's Ultimate. And there was also one for the Wii U. I guess it was just called Super Smash Bros. for the Wii U. I don't mm-hmm. I don't think it had like a separate special Yeah, it name. was literally called for the Wii U. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't even know that one was a thing. Because it was like, oh, I, I guess it's just Brawl, you know, upgraded for the Wii U or whatever. The Wii U, which is... Isn't really a new system, even though it is. But everyone thought it was like basically just a Wii with a tablet or whatever. No, and I wanted a Wii U too, but um, the Wii U kind of went dead really, really quick. Um, after the Wii came out, it was like, oh, this new black version of the Wii with a tablet. Um, it's called the Wii U. There's all these games you can even play. Um, Luigi's Mansion on it, and everyone was like, oh yeah, let's go get it. Um, I never got one, but I really wanted one. And then it died really quick because right after that, the 
DS, 3DS came out, I believe. Yeah, and that the sounds rave right. Went, yeah, and the rave went from Wii U to the um, 3DS, and that lasted for a while. Um, and it lasted until the Switch was announced, which was a really long while that Wii U kind of died out once it got released and launched. Right. But there were, like, a lot of 3DS, 2DS, 3XL. Oh, yeah, and the 2DS came of, out afterwards. Like, there were whole different versions. So, right. like, that was able to last through the hype all the way to the Nintendo Switch. Did you ever had a DS? Because I, um, in elementary school, back in the day, um, I had a boyfriend. I mean, a lot of people will say that in elementary school you can't count boyfriends but during in elementary school i had a boyfriend who had the first ds that came out which was the um the silver big block it's like the brick version of the ds um and we used to play um mario kart on that um then i i really wanted that's how i fell in love with mario kart um because because he had the game and we played um mario 64 on there and i love i fell in love with that game too and I didn't get the original DS. I actually got the newer one, which came out. Um, it was the DS Lite. It came out in the black, pink, and white colors, and I got the white one. And I asked my parents that for the Mario Kart, um, for the DS, they got me a Mario Luigi Partners in Time, which was the best mistake they've ever done. <laughs> Um, because I fell mistake. in love with that mistake. Yeah, because they got the wrong Mario game. I wanted the Mario Kart, and they gave me the Mario, um, Super Mario. No, Mario Luigi Partners in Time. Right. And it was the best mistake they they've done because um, I fell in love with that game, and I think that's my one of my favorites, if not my favorite Mario game of all time. Like I love Mario Kart. Don't get me wrong, but I think that one kind of beats Mario Kart too. Um, Partners in Time is one of the best games nice. I've ever played. Um, and then, and I also got um, Nintendo's, um, what's it called? It's not pets. It's um, Nintendo Dogs. Yeah. Nintendogs? Nintendogs, yes, there we go. And I got the original green one. Because, um, again, like since the light came out, it came out with all of these other games for the DS. Um, so I got that one, too. And it was really fun. I used to enjoy it a lot, but like taking care of the dogs every single day um, on a game was a little bit boring after a while. Um, it's different if you actually have an animal, it's like right there. Um, but like having to turn on my game and then know that it's a game, it's cute. But you have to take care of it every day. So I stopped. I don't even know if my dogs are well i mean i sold they're that dead. game but they're, dead. They're, they're probably dead right um same as I, my I, tamagotchi oh my gosh no isn't that from like the little what do you call it the keychain thing the keychain thing yeah uh and here's a funny story so, so i much actually poop. so much poop oh no no ew <laughs> ew um i actually had three DS lights. Three. Because the yeah, because the the first one I got, I was like, oh I can play it in the bath. And again, like I was in elementary school or yeah, I think I was in like uh, around that age. Um I played it in the bath. I dropped it while playing 
<laughs> while playing Partners in Time, and I blamed it on my brother. And my wow. dad was like, well, I... <laughs> my brother knows, but um, my dad took it to the GameStop and was like, listen, I bought it. It doesn't turn on. I don't know what's wrong with it. And GameStop, at the time, that didn't really look into these systems like that now that they, like, they do a lot more now. But back then, they were very, like, lenient with it. So they were just like, oh, we'll just give you another one. And I got another light. Now, that one, I was playing while walking down the stairs in fifth grade. And I fell. And the DS went flying, too. And that broke the bottom screen. Uh-huh. No, it broke the top screen. So I used to play Mario Kart just by looking at the bottom screen. Uh-huh. So like, and... you can't look at the map or whatever? or No, the map was on the bottom screen. It's like the whole, the actual game was on the top screen. So you just played on the map? Yeah, I literally was looking at the map. And I was still GG on it. Like, I was still top player just by looking at the map. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm surprised how, like, I didn't um, slip on a banana or whatever on, in the games. Like, I would see, because it was, like, a basic version of, like, what the top screen looked like. Um, and it'll just give you the symbol of a banana. And I just kind of guess more or less to the distance of where uh -huh. my car was to so the banana. Um, and, yeah, so that's that. Then the DS, um, Nintendo came out with a red, black, and a blue, black version of the DS Lite. Which me and my brother got. I got the blue one. My brother got the red one. He broke his in half. Listen, I have no idea how he did that. Um, he, he hulked said it, out? He, I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> he said he, he fell and like it kind of snapped in half. Again, I don't know I how he, he did that. he had it in his pocket? Probably. Um, and, and that was a big no-no. Um, but um, I still have my blue one, thank you. Gosh, I kept that. And the, and the problem was that my parents didn't want to get me that one because I had broken the second DS. So I had to save up my Christmas money um, in order to buy it. So I still have it. It's still in perfect condition. I bought my own 3DS, which was the limited edition Pokemon X and Y. And I got the blue one. Uh-huh. While my brother, and I had bought it once the release came out. My brother liked the DS that I had, and because we were both into Pokemon, and he got the red version, but it was a refurbished version of it because no new ones were available. Right. Um, and he got that for Christmas. Of course, my brother gets the stuff for Christmas while I have to pay for my own. But um, yeah, and we we actually like. I think my brother still has his. Mine's is still in good condition. And then the switch came out and now i have four of those so Wait, i have what? two of the, i have two four? regulars the yeah the two console ones and then i have two light ones what are you doing with all of those i'm using the ones that are not limited edition uh-huh yeah um but those were nintendo for playstation i like i said i had the playstation 2 which i'm still trying to get I never had the PlayStation 3 um, because my parents didn't want to get me one. Sad. And it was during the time I had stopped gaming because I was trying to focus on school and, and all of this stuff. Um, 
But then once the PlayStation 4 came out, I waited maybe like a year. And I decided to get my own PlayStation 4 and I got the limited edition Days of Play, which is the discontinued version. Um, I don't know why, but um, it's well, I now... think because it was a limited run or whatever of like a certain number of consoles. I think so. And I was still able to get a new one because um, somebody was selling it brand new. I paid like maybe five, no, four or five hundred dollars for it. It's I thought it was like six hundred. Something like that. I don't remember. It was like last year. And now the PlayStation 5. Oh, I did have a, a PSP. Did you ever have a PSP? Yeah, I had the original version, which was super slow. Took like the 10 1, hours 000, to load. The 2000, the yeah. 3000, or the Go? Pretty sure it was the 1000. 1000. Like the bulky one. Yeah, the bulky one that had a lot of noises whenever it was loading something. <laughs> yeah, I had the 3000. That was the first one I had. I got it for Christmas, but I went to the store with my parents because they didn't know what the heck I was talking about. I had to go to the GameStop with them to be like, that's the one I want. Um, and these are the games I want with it. And then maybe a year later, my dad has saw me. I think it was my dad. My dad has saw me play with the with the PSP in my bed. And he was like, where did you get that? And I was like, y you bought it for me. He was like, I did? I don't remember that. And I was like, of course you don't. He didn't remember he bought me the PlayStation 2 either. And it's been sitting on the um, next to the TV for years. And he one day walks in and he was like, what is that? Where'd you get that from? You bought it for me, Dad. He's like, I don't remember what I buy you. And I'm like, wow, Dad, this... Okay, never mind then. Well, I... Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I, I guess that's a good thing for me. <laughs> I guess so he doesn't remember how much he's spending on you? I mean, I guess not. In high school, it was really bad, but we'll do, leave that for another time. Um, but I... And for the PSP, I don't know what games you have, but I have, like, Tekken... Final Fantasy Dissidia, Final Fantasy Crisis Core. I had um, uh, God of War, um, Chains of Olympus, um, Naruto Impact. Uh, uh, what other games? I had a bunch of games. I even had like those um, video PSP things, like right. the Family Guy or like um, Napoleon Dynamite. I, had on I think there. they're called UMD video or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, what I had on the PSP, I don't even really remember. I really did not play it that much. Uh, I think I had like the, like a racing game, Midnight Club, or something. I had another racing game, and then I think I had some rhythm music game and maybe a shooter i don't really remember i did not play it that much it just it was just so slow it really wasn't worth it i really played my game boy color a lot more mm -hmm. and then uh the game boy advance sp came out and that was really a game changer because it was a rechargeable battery you didn't have to find double a batteries in the closet or whatever 
Oh my god. And it also had a backlight so you could play at night or in the car. Wait, for the PSP 1000 you needed batteries? No, uh I just didn't play the PSP cuz it was so slow and the battery life was like 3 hours max. Wait, so what needed batteries? The Game Boy Color. The Game Boy Color. Yes, 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 the Game Boy Color. Uh I think my brother had the regular Advance and then he also got the Advance SP. Uh, I got the event. I have SP. that one now. Which one? The SP. Right. The flip one. Yeah. Yeah, that one's really good. Uh, it was also backwards compatible, so you could play the Game Boy Color games on it as well as the yeah. Game Boy Advance games. Uh, Even though, like, most of the cartridge is like hanging out. <laughs> yeah, but that's part of the charm, I guess. Yeah, it's cool still. Yeah. So. The games I really played on the Game Boy Advance SP, uh, mostly Pokemon, uh, which one did I say I had? I, well, okay, so the problem was I had Pokemon Blue, uh, I, I guess the internal battery died or something messed up, oh. uh, so my, I lost my save, and, uh, I tried to play a new game, saved, and then that save didn't work, so I, I guess I gave it back to GameStop or whatever. And then I got another one. Uh, that one also didn't work. I guess people were having similar problems with that one. See, for the So then Game later Boy I Color... got... Sorry? Oh, no. I was going to say, for the Game Boy Color games, like, you had to replace the batteries in the games. Well, so the problem was that... Uh, that was actually a huge problem with the Pokemon Gold, Silver, and Crystal. Since mm -hmm. those uh, actually use the internal battery a lot more for like the the game clock and like all the berries and uh, uh, egg hatching and all that, I think. Mm -hmm. So like those actual those batteries actually ran out within like two years, but on the right. original blue, red, yellow, they barely used their internal batteries. But uh, so like those last like several years or supposed to. Uh, but in the end, I got actually Pokemon Red because I was just done with Blue because I was having bad problems with Blue. So mm -hmm. I got Red. I played that a whole bunch. I did the Mew glitch, as you do, and um, the rest is history on that one. I want to do the Mew glitch. You've never done it? I've never done it. It's pretty easy to do. I mean, like, I've only played a few of, like, few maybe hours on the... Because I, I, re I, in high school, I got um, Pokemon Blue again um, because my brother destroyed my Game Boy Color and he destroyed my um, my yellow and silver okay, um, so Game Boy games. What, what's going on with that? Why is your brother destroying your things? Listen, I, uh, listen, okay, here's the thing that I'm still triggered. When Yu-Gi-Oh! the card games, the trading card games came out in America, um, I collected every single one of them. And I was very proud of my collection. Um, and that was also the same time that the Yu-Gi-Oh! show was rerunning on, um, with W, wait, no, kids, no, WB four kids. kids. Yeah. Um, and it was four kids. Oh, four and kids, yeah. Yeah, and I was very proud of it. And my brother was probably maybe like two or three years old at the time. Um, so I always was like very careful with my system, with my games. 
Um, and and I probably did like got into like I probably didn't know how to do the YouTube hack, but I probably beat the game um, or something like that. Um, but then one day I had left my game, uh, my Yu-Gi-Oh cards out on the floor because I was organizing them. Um, I went to go to the kitchen to do something, and I came back. My brother had ripped all of them. Like he had bended them. I was I was gone maybe for like 10, 15 minutes um, because my parents called me for something. I don't remember what it was, but like they left my brother in the room by himself, and all of my cars were tr like torn to pieces. My holographic cars that probably would have been worth a lot by now. Um, everything bended, ripped, bitten on, basically shredded. That's a I tactical was, strike. I, you don't know how furious I was. Like, my brain went into, I'm going to kill this little baby. Uh-oh. And I I think I screamed. And that's when my parents kind of walked in and he, they saw what my brother had done. He didn't get punished for it because, of course, he was like two or three years old. But I went ballistic like i started crying i went into like a whole rage mode i was angry and my parents didn't understand like why i was so angry but one they spent all this money because of course i have no concept of money um so i just kept asking for all of these cards and i finally was able to complete the whole collection and then this happens <laughs> oh so like, I don't know why my brother decided to, you know, do all of this stuff um, against me when I was a kid. Uh, right. So, like, I then I didn't have my Game Boy. I didn't play Pokemon until, like, um, once Diamond and Pearl came out for the DS, which is a funny story for that. Um, and I got my blue for the Game Boy Color in high school because there's this one place here in New York that actually sells um, very old games and like all of these, um, like all of the Super Nintendo 64 stuff. Right. They even retro. sell, yeah, all of these retro games in there. And um, uh, they, they go for decent prices. Like I bought my blue for like 50 bucks, mm. um, again, because it's very old. Um, I got the battery change for the silver that I got again. Um, no, I got crystal. I didn't get silver. I got crystal. Um, and I got the battery replacement for free there. So, yeah, they're very nice. Um, so maybe when I do end up going back to playing blue again, I might need to ask for help on how to do the, um, you, uh, the Mewtwo, no, Mew hack okay. for it. Yeah, there's a little bit of setup for that. Um, but it's pretty simple to do and it's repeatable. So you can get like 20 Mews. Oh my gosh. When, when Pokemon, the Pokedex only went up to 151. Yeah. Those were the good times. Those were the good times. Now I think it's like 700 and something. Uh, I, I don't even know. Yeah. It wouldn't it's... surprise me if there's more than 800. Probably. Because by the time it, Diamond and Pearl came out, there was like over 300 Pokemon available uh -huh. for the um, for that Pokedex. So even if you p 
finished the game, you're technically not done with the game until you have um, registered every single Pokemon in your Pokedex. Which, for Diamond and Pearl, it ended up being a little bit impossible to do. Because there was two Pokemons that you actually needed to get, um, I think, with the hack. It was Darkrai and Seamus. And Arceus. Three of them, actually. Well, they were like event exclusive Pokemon, right? I believe, I think Darkrai was, but Arceus and Seamus wasn't. Because that was during the time also that um, the DS, um, what's that little thing called? DS Play or DS, um, it was like a hacking system. Like literally you buy it at the GameStop and like you plug it into your, um, where the cartridge of the um, DS game would go in. But you would put the DS game into that thing. And then you put it into your DS, and it lets you do like hacks. Um, I mean, I know there was Game Shark, but that no, that was like was the consoles. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I forgot the name, but it was like black. Um, and I think I was able to get Arceus and Seamus using that. Uh huh. But Darkrai was an event thing, I believe, because Seamus nobody knew what Seamus was because it's a little hedgehog. Um, Pokemon. Right. And Arceus is literally the god of Pokemon. So, like, a lot of people didn't know about, like, those two Pokemons until I had them. And everyone was like, how did you get them? And I really didn't know how to explain to them that I used the hack. <laughs> I'm a hacker. I'm a hacker. Um, but it's so funny because for the, um, I had, um, Pokemon Pearl. And I didn't ever bought that game. What happened was, um, during elementary school, fifth grade, we had gone out to the yard. And everyone was playing or doing whatever. And um, it was time to go back inside. And as I was walking out of the yard, I saw a Pokemon Pearl on the floor. So, so I picked stole it up. It. Well, I didn't know who it belonged to. I just picked it up and no one could was like, I'm, I lost the Pokemon Pearl. I picked it up, took it home, and started playing it. Uh-huh. That's how I got back into Pokemon. Because after my brother destroyed all of the things that I held dearly, um, that's how I went back into po- playing Pokemon. And Diamond and Pearl, would I think, was like one of the best games um, in Pokemon history, for me at least. I know um, a lot of people like Platinum because you can get um, Garantina. Uh-huh. In that game. But you can also get Garantina, I think, in Pearl. Because I have Garantina in Pearl. But it's like a different storyline in Platinum. Which my brother had Diamond and Platinum. I only had Pearl. I never got the DS games. Because I never had a DS. Until I got the 3DS. And that's when I got back into Pokemon, really. Where I got the Pokemon Y. I played it for a bit, but didn't really get too far into it. You should get either Diamond, Pearl, or Platinum. Those Those go for a lot of money right now, though. I think like $80. I mean, it was one of the cons. I think it was the first con, either Anime Con or Anime... and No, either Anime NYC or Comic Con that they sold a bunch of like these um, um, Game Boy games and DS games. I happened to buy um, both... I mean, Pearl, a 
a newer version because my old Pearl um, is now failing. Um, and I need to transfer those Pokemon because I don't want to lose my Pokemon from that game um, and transfer it to the new one. And I also got, I think, Platinum for like maybe 60 bucks each. Uh-huh. I mean, to me, that's still a lot of money for like an old game. But it's an old game. Right. So like as it gets older, it gets more expensive. Yeah, uh, those are legendary games. Right. I mean, Pokemon in general just keeps its value for so long because Pokemon is just such... Or like the formula for Pokemon is just so cookie cutter clean that you really can't mess it up even with what they did with Sword and Shield by not letting I mean, you have old Pokemon. Yeah. How many Pokemon I mean, can you even catch in those games? Like a hundred? I mean, I don't even know because, I mean, even though I do have Sword and Shield, like I'm up to date with the games, I don't even know because I've only opened it, um, got my starter, and then closed the game right back up. Which one did you choose? I chose Litten. Wait, that's was not... It? No, that, that's, that's not, not it. Um, no, wait, I'm sorry. Um, I got um the water Pokemon. I forgot the name. Yeah, I, I don't even remember what it looks like. All I remember is the bunny. <laughs> the bunny, yeah. Score I didn't bunny. like the bunny. Um, I like Litten from, um, what's it called? Sun and Moon. Right. I believe it was. I, I think I did the same thing. I got my Litten and there was like 20 minutes of cutscenes that were unskippable. And I was just like... Um, my gaming session's over for today, and I don't really know if I want to continue playing. Right. Um, yeah, but, like, honestly, after X and Y, the Pokemon games are not the same. I don't enjoy them as much. Like, I beat X and Y. I was really hyped. Like, it wasn't as great as um, Black and White, but I still beat it, and I was still happy about it. But once it came into Sun and Moon and then Sun and Moon 2 and then Sword and Shield, I was like, you guys took out the things that what made the Pokemon games, the Pokemon games, you know? Um, And I was really disappointed with it. And that's why I haven't even went back to it. Like I did buy it. You know, a true Pokemon fan will buy the updated games. But like... Yeah, I think I have Ultra Moon, but I've never touched it. I don't even yeah. is it even different than the other than the first one? I thought it was like a isn't it like a remake or something? Or how does See, that even go? Because okay, I don't so think it's like a new storyline. It started with um Soul Silver and Heart Gold. Like, you know how it was silver gold for the um Game Boy Color? Then right. they did a rerun of it for his Heart Gold and Soul Silver and for the DS, which was still a good game. I really enjoy those games. Um then it went on to black and white and then black and white too. So are and those now, games different or how does that work? Like, it's like a rerun of the original, but the story has changed a little bit, I believe. Um, and then it goes with Sun and Moon and Sun and Moon 2. I, I think it was I Ultra. Bought Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon and, Sun and Ultra Sun. Yeah. I've bought the game, but I still haven't opened it. Like opened up like the you know on the menu and like clicked on the to get the starter i still haven't done that right i mean you don't even need to talk to me about not opening games i still have games in shrink wrap that i bought like a year and a half ago oh my gosh (laughs) i mean i don't know like the the 
newest game that I bought are the newer ones that I still have wrapped completely like in this plastic. Um, I got the Yu-Gi-Oh! Duelist at the Comic-Con uh-huh. for 40 bucks. Now it's like for not $20. It's still sealed up because I haven't opened it and I haven't gotten the time to play it. Another one that's still wrapped up is um, Pokemon Rescue. That came out. I, I have it, and but it's still completely sealed. Uh-huh. And now I got the uh, Mario 35-year um, anniversary edition, which comes with um, Galaxy for the Wii. It comes with Super Mario 64 for the... Was it the GameCube? Well, it's Nintendo 64. No, there's... Super Mario 64. Like, there's Nintendo 64 and then Super Mario 64. Yeah, if it has 64 in the title, then it was made for the Nintendo 64. Okay, I got that one, too. It's a three-in-one bundle. And that's still sealed up, because I haven't even uh-huh. opened it either. Um, So, I, I really would like to see if it's a new, updated, like, graphic version of those games. Because the um Switch is very, like, HD and the graphics are complete to the T, right? I kind of want to see how it is, but I still haven't found the time to do it. And if I want to do, because I do want to um, wait until I get like a game card, a capture card, um, to put it up on my YouTube channel, but I have to get that too. And why are capture cards so expensive? <laughs> why is everything expensive now? Like games are literally now $80 a piece when they used to be like 30 bucks. Um, uh- well, okay, so console games have really always been like $60. Uh, just now they're getting to be like 70 for the PS5, right? Yeah. But uh, uh, let's see. Portable or like, yeah, I guess like portable games for like Game Boy Color and all that. They were like 40, I think, and then got to like 50, 40, like they were in that range. So I don't really know what uh, what the prices are now for the new stuff. I really only buy stuff when it's on sale. Because the 35-year... Because it's a limited edition, too, for the Mario. Right. That one, I think I bought for 60 Like, $59.99. Uh-huh. Um, but back in the day, like... Heart, Gold, and Soul Sewer were, like, $35. Right. Um, so they were, even... like, in that range. Yeah, it was like a range of $35 the DS games if they were like the popular games. Um, if they weren't so popular, they would be like $25 or $30. Now, even for like Mario Kart um, for the Switch, that was like 60 bucks, So kind of like double the price. Um, but it Pokemon is a Sword console game, so it's going to be the $60. Yeah, but isn't the Switch also a portable Okay, so it's portable for the popularity, but for the pricing, it's a console. Oh my gosh. Of course, they have to find a loophole. Right. Um, but yeah. It's, it's like the evolution of games is like so surprising to me. But like, I wish they can just go back to the way Pokemon games used to be. Those were the fun times. Those were the times I actually really enjoyed playing Pokemon games. Right. Like, the Pokemon Leash, like, the Elite Four, 
How can dare you take out the elite for the gyms were the reason why we had to go into the forest and kill a bunch of Zagzazoons or like a lot of um, side ducks in the water just to go up in levels. Like, how dare you take that? Now it's what is it? Um, what? There's no gyms or elite four anymore. No, there's no one elite four anymore. Um, the gyms are not gyms anymore. It's like tournaments or something like that. Huh. Yeah, it's so weird. I don't like it. Um, and like, it's now a smaller area. So like, um, each time you beat the um, the gym of that area, you are now on. You were able to unlock a different section of the map, which I really like. I think you can access almost the whole map now, but you just can't do the things in those parts of the map until you finish up the first thing you have to do, like beat the person who is the um, quote-unquote the gym leader in that section. Uh, I mean, huh. I'm not I really following. Know. I don't. I haven't played the new one, so I really don't know. I've only played up to a certain section, and I didn't like it at all, so that's why I stopped. Uh-huh. But, um, I don't know. They just have to go back. Like, I think kids nowadays, because that's the reason why the anime for Pokemon even changed, is to direct themselves to the younger audience, even though it's not the younger audience, um, like their big audience is I mean, the older generation. Don't even talk to me about the anime. I they changed the art style. They changed everything. It was complete garbage. Oh, we'll talk about anime in a different episode. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like, ugh. I don't know. Like the that's the thing. Pokemon is trying to um go to the younger audience, but that's not their big sales. The sales people, like the people that give them their money, is like our generation. A little bit older than us like because we grew up with all of these creepy pastas of pokemon we grew up with the mess of like things not going so well and then we grew up with like having the elite four we grew up with catching all of these um pokemon right. to fill the pokedex we grew up with all of these adventures now we don't have that anymore and i don't really enjoy the games anymore like that yeah, all people want right now is like an MMO, MMO, where you're in the Pokemon world and you can just catch Pokemon and see other people and battle other people, like real life people, whenever you feel like it, not like have to connect to a system and like play a single player game until you connect to that system. Like they just want an open world where you can just catch Pokemon as you see fit. And, I mean, and Nintendo doesn't want to do that for some reason. It's... Uh... I don't know. I mean, I honestly, I don't know. Like, Pokemon Go is still a good concept. I just have to get back into it. Um, I like it. A lot of people don't because it kind of takes out the leveling up. There's no um, things. battling wild Pokemon. You just throw Pokeballs and berries. Yeah, but that's... I like that concept as the Go, but in, like game portable game devices like the ds and the switch i like it keeping it as the battling pokemon and trainers and all of that stuff right so like in let's go eevee and pikachu they completely did the pokemon go model for that and right? that was a complete failure like they tried to do a like a it was like a collaboration between the old games and go that did not work out 
Right. Like it was like old... a remake of Pokemon Yellow in the Pokemon Go style. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like the the way they have it for the DS is good, the way it is for the DS, and Pokemon Go is good for a mobile game on its own. But you just don't mix the two. Right. Just don't do it. <laughs> it doesn't work. And they did it. And that's why a lot of people didn't like it. It was a shorter game. It was way short. A lot of people were saying it was so short. The concepts were just mixed and it just seemed confusing. It Uh wasn't as enjoyable. And why do you have to buy two separate games to just get one for Pikachu and one for Eevee? Are those the only differences? The only difference is whoever you start with, I think. Huh. And they get to walk around with you. But other than that, like, that was just a waste of time and energy of the Nintendo company. They really could have just made it into one game and, like, had it start off the way you wanted it to. Like, which Pokemon you want to start off with, Pikachu or Eevee. Right, but that's less money. I mean, yeah, but still, the thing is that these companies are trying to do is, like, whatever makes you more money. But then that kind of decreases sales after a while. Because it's not good. Right. Like, the reason why a lot of people still want to get um, remakes for the the, the 3DS or the, the Nintendo Switch is, like, Diamond and Pearl. They want a red and blue version off of the Switch, which they do now have it. Um, it's for, like, $9.99 for the digital version of them. I think yeah. GameStop was offering it. Um and that's what makes people buy them because those old games they did well. Those were successful and they're still successful to this day. But now you want to change things up and people that grew up with those gen- like with that generation of Pokemon is not happy about it. They still buy it because it still has Pokemon slapped onto the game, but other than that, what's left about it? Yeah. Like that's literally why I bought Sword and Shield cuz it's literally Pokemon and that's it. <laughs> Cuz I'm like I really like Pokémon, but the newer styles of games is just trash to me. Yeah, from what I've heard, it's basically a hand-holding tutorial for the first like 5 hours. Oh my gosh, that is horrible. And I mean, your rival isn't your rival anymore. He's your best friend ever. See, that's what I liked about um the Diamond and Pearl and all the games that was like Diamond and Pearl I think you had um like this guy who was like your friend and which wasn't bad uh huh but like it was still your rival right you still had like this um the ending scene of before you bu- defeat the Elite Four you battle your rival to see how much you guys grown I like right. the enemies in the games those were good and depending on which version you had like if you had um what was it there was the magma and um aqua aqua yes so depending on which game you got you had either aqua or magma to fight and i like the the enemies on there but you know what everything's a lot more friendlier and more cutesy and it's like then what's the fucking point <laughs> Yeah, back in Gold and Silver, the rival was an actual criminal. Right? Team f***ing Rocket. Back in Blue and Yellow and Red. No, like, even, like, your main rival, he was a criminal. 
Right. Like, um, even if, like, we'll, we'll talk more about, like, shows and stuff, but, like, in Diamond and Pearl, like, the show, Paul was just an asshole. I'm not gonna hey, lie. Hey, language. I mean, I know, but, like, he was such an a-hole, and, and I fell in love with Paul, because that's the character we want. <laughs> Paul is a good rival. Right. And you're telling me that we're now cuties and best friends and bunny flowers and, and, and daisies and all of this stuff? Like, come on. You're not going to keep an audience that way. I mean, I guess they do if they're still making the show. I mean, but that would be like for the younger generation that are just starting to get into Pokemon. But the older generation that's still giving the company money. Because that's the only generation that's giving Nintendo its money. Is the older generation. And we don't watch that anymore. We make fun of it at this point. Because it's like, why would you change the art style? Ash is 10 we've been seeing the same art style for like 20 years and you're making him look like this yeah um, what is this <clears throat> i mean like everyone knows he's 10 no one's disagreeing you with that right so like anime art styles uh we can i guess we can discuss in another podcast because that affects like a lot of different animes oh my gosh let's talk about that next week all right. Because, like, that is, that's another thing that I'm like, oh, my gosh, why? Why? <laughs> it's another rant, okay? Oh, no. A rant podcast. Why not? Why not? Okay. All right. We got tea. We got tea. We got some tea to spill. Oh, man. But, oh, generations and generations of gamings and it seems like we're getting less and less for our money yeah but there are a lot of games out there and a lot of them are very good so i guess we can just focus on that stuff yeah i mean i hope that they're still good games because like a lot of now like a lot of games are doing um you gotta buy these add-ons yeah <laughs> And now it's just more focusing on, like, money and sales than it is for, like, the actual enjoyment of, like, your customer right. and the audience. I mean, a new super high-profile uh, game that just came out was Cyberpunk 2077. And that's just gotten a whole lot of bad press because of how poorly it's performing on the PS4 and the Xbox One. Hmm. There's just, like, graphical issues, bugs, and just, like, complete messes. Isn't, like, the, the new game that came out for the PS5, too? So, like, that's the thing. It was supposed... It was basically for the PS5 and Xbox Series X. Uh, but, like, the whole development process was on, like, the PS4 and the Xbox One. And the game itself says, like, PS4, Xbox One on the cover... And it's mm -hmm. just basically a performance upgrade when you play on the newer system. So, like, the whole idea was that it was, like, a current-gen game that would basically be the transition for the next-gen consoles and everything like that. But it seems to really only be doing well on the computer version. Oh, Okay. So like, Interesting. I don't, I don't know what they're doing. Uh, apparently, 
the similar thing happened with the previous game that they released, The Witcher 3, where they had, uh-huh. like, bugs and all that stuff, but then they patched it, and they added free DLC, and then they had, like, DLC that was high value, so a lot of people like that as well. Uh, so hopefully they do the same thing with this game, but, like, people are also saying, like, their quest system's all messed up, and the storyline doesn't really make sense, so I guess it was all rushed, even though it was delayed, like, four times. See, that sucks when, like, things are rushed and you can tell it was rushed. Like, it's so painfully obvious in the game that it's been rushed. And you're just, like, there cringing in your chair. Like, am I really playing this right now? Like, did I really spend, like, 80 bucks on the thing that I know that basically took them three days to make? And it's just like, here you go, we gotta release it. Yeah. So, thankfully, that hasn't happened with, like, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, it just, it was basically but very polished. But apparently, isn't um, Final Fantasy VII Remake just like one part of the whole three? Uh, part so okay. Of the so original? the thing with that is that uh, no one knows how many parts it's gonna be. Uh, so the first part is basically just the first city. Uh, in a game that has like, like, fourteen, fifteen cities. So right. Uh. Obviously, they dragged everything out so that they could have just one city in that first part. I'm assuming they'll consolidate some things because they did take things from the later discs from the original game to bring the storyline more to the forefront with Sephiroth. So I I believe I'm I'm hoping that it's only going to be three parts, but uh, it really does look like it might be four parts. And, uh, they're, I mean, Square Enix is just really lining their pockets by releasing four separate games. Yeah, like, the original one wasn't an all-in-one, like, box, right? Yeah, it was one box, but it had three discs. Uh, Final mm-hmm. Fantasy VII, I mean, Final Fantasy VIII came in four discs, I think. Right. So, like, I mean, that was just, uh, a limitation of the hardware because they were on CDs. And there was only so much data they could hold. And that mm-hmm. was near the end of the lifespan of the PlayStation 1. And they but got it was the... one price for right. a four-disc thing. Yeah, now it, it was a full do... game. Yeah, and this was, like, disappointing because it's, like, a very short... The hour playtime is so short that um, you're going to now have to pay again if they end up doing this. You have to pay again for the second part. And you know you're going to buy it because, obviously, everyone wants to play the part two of the Final Fantasy 7 remake. Right, and I'll probably buy the deluxe version of that one as well, just to Me keep too. consistent. Um, so I, I don't even know I don't even know what they're going to be doing with the soundtrack. I don't because that soundtrack that they had released, mm-hmm. I believe was just for the first part and it was like 130 songs or whatever and right. it cost as much in dollars. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to buy four soundtracks and four deluxe versions of the game because that's like uh, $600. What they could have done was just taken more time to make it um the four part or the three part that it needed into one. Like the first game. But again, it's all like, let's make this happen and make more money out of it. I, I, I mean, know people will still buy it. I don't think any company would be willing to not release something for that long for a game that expensive. I know some, like, old-school JRPGs are, like, 
300-hour games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that was just because they had the storyline like lined up for them already during development, so it was all good for that. Uh, so like I think like the sweet or like Sui Coden or something like of those games, they were like super long games. But like in modern times, you have Final Fantasy VII remake, and it's like a forty-hour game for a normal playthrough. Right. And they've been working on that for like who knows how long probably four or five years at least they're not gonna work for like 15 years to make all three parts into one game just to release it like in 2023 i mean i guess so so i've i guess the other side of it is the fans want something now and they don't mind paying for it now and then paying for a second part um, in another year. I mean, I that's the thing because now. people were asking, begging for Final Fantasy VII remake for years. Uh, Square Enix said they they were never planning on doing that. That they were not going to do that. And then, like <laughs> two or three years later, they did a PS3 tech demo where they did the intro sequence with the train of Cloud, right. like a PS3 tech demo in 2006 or whatever. They're like. Haha, we can do a Final Fantasy VII remake, but uh, we're not planning to. They and then done a, fans the were like, one. fans were crazy. They were begging Square to do it, and then like a, several years later, Square Enix announced that they were going to do a Final Fantasy VII remake. So I mean, good job for the fans. Yeah, it's basically, please, we want to give you our money. Take it, make the game, take our money. See, I would definitely buy another remake of the PSP version of Dissidia and Crisis Core. I would definitely pay money for those. Like a remake of the originals? Yes. Yes. Because there, there is another like Dissidia game. I think there's like See, two more, right? I, I need to get those two, but there's not another Crisis Core. Right. I would love to play Crisis Core on like a PlayStation Five. How would that system work? Because wasn't like that whole battle system like slot machine based? Kind of, not really. So like the the secret um, power that comes after would be a um, a slot machine. But like you get to choose your your moves first, and if you do like I think it was if you do enough damage, you get the slot machine. Okay, so like a special attack. Yeah, which you can easily do on the PlayStation Five, because if you were able to do the um the the RPG like the uh, Final Fantasy Seven on the PlayStation Four, then I don't see why you can't do it on the PlayStation Five, because it's um it's right, similar. But, but Tifa's Limit Break isn't a slot machine anymore, which was sad. But uh, I don't know. See, that's why I'm like, if they do a, a remake of Crisis Core, I know there's like Dissidia games. Um, for like the PlayStation Four and stuff, which wasn't as popular as the PlayStation, the PSP version. Right. Um, they should do a the original PSP version to a PlayStation Five console, um, remake. Um, and they should do a PSP Crisis Core version of a remake to one of these bigger systems. Yeah. Because those games were really popular too, and they haven't done anything. The only one that they've done so far was 
kind of similar versions of the Dissidia, but weren't that great. And um, and the Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Oh, and they did like a um. From the DS version of the Final Fantasy One, to like play PSP, and I think to PlayStation Two, I think. Um, you're talking about like ports and stuff, like or the like first remakes? Final Fantasy. So, like, it like, was a Game Boy. Right. So there were like a lot of different versions for Final Fantasy. Uh, to begin with, Final Fantasy started off on the NES, the Nintendo Entertainment System. Mm -hmm. Super pixelated. It was like green and black and white text. Like that was like its whole color scheme. And there were a whole slew of bugs and all that stuff. But it was basically uh, God's gift to gamers because it was the best thing ever. See, I've never finished a game though. Like, what do you mean? Like finished a Final Fantasy game or? Yeah, I can't even get through the first part. I know a lot of people are going to laugh, but, like, I can't even get through the first part. I keep dying. So I just gave up. Are you talking about 7 or a different one? No, the first one. Oh. Uh. I mean, the first game uh, depends on which version you're playing. Uh, I was playing the Game Boy version. So the game, I think it was Game Boy Advance? Yeah. Okay, so the Game Boy Advance version uh, was pretty... Easy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes, thank you. I, thank you. <laughs> I don't mean to say it like that, but I think they fixed a lot of bugs. And basically, uh, I think one of your characters were super overpowered. Um, I, I just wasn't, know that I kept dying. <laughs> and the first game wasn't really that long. I don't remember. I think you just collected four crystals. You went to a final dungeon and then there was like an end game dungeons that you could Play after you finish the storyline or something that might have just been the Game Boy version that had that included that or added that I don't remember but it wasn't that long of a game so you could probably get back into it I'll try to get back into it I just know that like I bought the um Game Boy version I couldn't beat it like the literally the first part then I bought the DS version because I'm like oh this is probably another Final Fantasy game, and it literally was the exact same one, and I still got stuck on that first part. Um, and then I just rage quit through everything. <laughs> I'm kidding. I just like was like, I'm done playing this. I'm tired. I keep losing. I don't know why. I don't understand this. Because I never was an RPG person uh -huh. um, until it was like um, Dissidia and um, like an action RPG which was Dissidia and an action RPG which was um, Crisis Core. Those were the only RPG games that I've ever played, uh, right. and that and but because it was action RPG, like it wasn't an actual full on a hundred and ten percent RPG game. It's why I I enjoyed playing them. Um, but I know, like I think, was it is Persona an RPG? Yeah, it's many. Yeah, based. so like, uh, yeah, so like uh, Persona, I don't think I've ever like saw any interest in it because it was a complete RPG game. I like the action. I like moving the characters around. I like being able to fight on my own. Like, Dissidia, like, it's an RPG with the map and getting through it like a chessboard. But then, like, the fight scenes, you manage them. Like, you don't have to press buttons to say which move you want to do. If you want to dodge or heal, you literally play as if it was an actual fighting game. Right. But then in um, Crisis Core, you move the character along 
And and then when you get into the fighting, then you get to click whether you want to do this, this or not. Um, so even though it was reversed, I liked it because I was able to still move my character on my own and then do the RPG. Or I do the RPG first and then move the character. Like I like the duo of that. But I don't like if it's like full-on RPG. So I don't know if I can ever get into it like that. Which is literally why I really enjoyed the Final Fantasy games. Like especially the newer ones that came out. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah. Ah. I mean, I really enjoyed Final Fantasy thirteen. Uh, a lot of people didn't like it for some reason. I thought Which it was Which one great. is that with the Sasuke one? No, that's 15. Oh, that's I 15. need 15. Yeah, it's, his name is Sasuke. Noctis. Yeah. Or Sasuke 2.0. Sasuke 2.0! Uh, I believe uh, there's like a version for the PS5. I'm trying to remember if it was like a different title or something, but um, yeah, I believe it plays really well on the PS5. And for Final Fantasy Thirteen, uh, I got that the same day it came out on the PS3. I believe I went there after school to get it, and I just played it for hours on end. Uh, it took me a while to get through it because I just liked battling monsters and didn't really want to go through with the story right and uh then i got 13 2 didn't really play too much of that um i don't know why but uh, i should really get back into that i was actually replaying 13 just so i could get the full story again before i get back into 13 2 mm -hmm. and then i also have uh lightning returns which is the third one for Final Fantasy 13, which I haven't played yet, so I need to go through all of that. Right. Ah. See, now that you mentioned, like, because I really liked um, 15 because of like Sasuke 2.0, I really should get that. I need to get um the other one. I think it was like the guy with the long hair and the red bandana, like the I forgot. Which Final oh. Fantasy character is that one? Red Bandana. Like, um, not Bandana, it's like a... Ah! He has, like, this red cloak. He look kind of looks like oh, Dante. Vincent. Yes, I need that one, too. Dirge of which Cerberus one? for the PS2? Um, or which one? I don't know. <laughs> I believe that was his only game, Dirge of Cerberus. Yes, so I need to get that one, too. But I will need to get the PlayStation 2 for that. So Yeah, lots of things to get. Lots of things to get, not enough money, and not enough time in the day to do everything. Yep. Uh, which, uh, I guess brings us to the elephant in the room, where we've gone an, almost an hour over time. Oh my gosh, you are right. But you know what? This was a good topic. All I right. really enjoyed it. More ranting than anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you wanted to discuss more about this at some other point point in time but uh, I, mean, I think we still have a lot of things we can say right um but next week we already have our, our topic that just came out of the blue from here is the anime art styles dun, dun, let's dun. do that yes dun 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 next week's episode yay oh my gosh so we are gonna go because it is time to leave and I need to calm down because the ranting is like, ah. <laughs> All right. So I guess we're ending here. So 
Thank you all so much for listening to us at the Otaku Tea Podcast. Uh, we, I guess we're doing this weekly, so we'll see you guys next week. Links will be in the description below. Leave a rating on any um, podcast app that you are using, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whichever one you decide on using. Let us know. Give us a rating. Um, and comment down below if you are doing the YouTube version of this podcast. Yeah, so uh, I'll be uploading this. I had some trouble getting the live stream. I guess YouTube will figure that out for next time. But uh, hopefully we have everything settled and working for you guys as soon as possible. So you guys can listen to a podcast discussion with us. And you can just enjoy your time while listening to us talk about whatever right but we will see you guys next week thank you all for watching slash listening and i hope you guys have a good week bye, -nee. bye.